Hi, and welcome to this episode of my podcast, This Old Thing. This Old Thing is about clothes and memories and style. I guess the fabric of our lives, of all our lives. And the podcast is sponsored by Vinted. Thank you, Vinted. And Vinted is one of the leading online marketplaces for selling and buying secondhand fashion and lifestyle items. Sell without fees and browse quality pieces at great prices. And it's official. According to Vinted's first climate change impact report, buying secondhand on Vinted is a better choice for the climate than buying new. So join more than 8 million UK members who share a passion for secondhand style and thrift fashion. And check out Vinted now on Android, iOS and vinted.co.uk. My guest this week is... Marianne Geibels, who is the Director of Sustainability at Vinted. And I'm so interested to talk to her because she has done so much research into the way that people shop now and and the way that people are buying secondhand. And um, Marianne, I am so delighted to have you here and welcome to this old thing. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to meet you and actually um, uh, speak to you about the power of secondhand. I love it. When you work in clothes in the way that you do, you know, you work at it, you're involved from a tech point of view, logistics systems. And I just want to know how that affects the way that you feel about clothes and style? Ah, oh, that's a good question, Bay. My relationship with clothes is a mixed one, to be honest, because I love how a garment can actually make you feel and give you that bit of extra confidence when you wear it, like the right shoes or the right dress. But I think personally, I don't feel I really haven't found my own style yet. So that's that's a continuous search. And actually, my work in fashion has almost reduce the lust a little bit, specifically to own more, because it makes me think more about what I need to have for an item and how I often I actually want to wear it than what I want to have. And I think that is that is the change that uh, happens uh, when you start working or in the field like me. So it, for me now, my fashion choices evolve more around durability and quality versus uh, in style. So I'm, I'm less concerned actually about looking fashionable and more thinking about how long will an item last? Will I be able to wear it next season? Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm sure it does because you've just, there's so much coming in, you know, all the time. So I guess that kind of want of, oh, I want it, I want it, I want it. You're just, I, I can imagine that it makes you more sort of like, actually, I don't need it for myself. I'm fine. Exactly. I love it. Probably nice for someone else. I, I, I wish that I, I right had now. reached yeah. that Zen-like close state. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't quite made it there yet. Um, what would you never wear? Well, never say never in fashion, uh, babe, because uh, thinking about my older self, <laughs> I've made some fashion choices <laughs> that I probably should have never worn. Like uh, I was an absolute fan of yellow dungarees in my uh, teenage years. I think I looked amazing in oh. those, uh, seeing those oh, pictures now. Oh, they sound great. <laughs> I was very proud of this. But but when it comes to sort of the type of fashion, I would say I want to stay away from fast and unsustainable produced fashion as much as possible. But that's really difficult. I actually know from trying to, to do it as, as good as possible because it's often really not obvious how an item is produced or what the actual impact of an item is. Um, so that's that's often missing. But because I know that the positive impact of keeping an item in circulation is so big, 
I just want to make sure it lasts as long as possible. So any item that has a long life, I will wear. And I focus on, again, the durability. So I stay away from low quality fashion, I would say. Yeah, I think I do too. And I think for me, I guess, you know, having sort of spent my life in charity shops and thrift stores and, you know, second hand, you know, it's all about touching the different fabrics and they're all really different from just like you go into, you know, a big kind of high street shop and it's like, I don't know, there's so much richness and so varied that I think that I just love fabrics that don't feel that kind of cheapness. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. It makes a big difference. And I think that just the fact that you are able to find it in a secondhand store, it has already lasted quite a while to get there. So that means there, there is something still functioning about it, which, which is always a, a good threshold for the quality of the clothes that you buy, right? Yeah, it's true. What better choices do you feel that you make now that you didn't before? I mean, basically, we're all in this together in the sense of like, we know what's happening with the climate. You know, we know that fashion and clothes are a very big contributor to climate mm-hmm. change. They just are. And so I just wondered, like, what personal choices you feel that you've made and how do you feel about having made these choices? Yeah, I think when, when you're like me, I spent the last eight months uh, at Vinted actually deep diving into the actual impact of secondhand clothes because we, we always knew that secondhand was the better choice. But how do you make that actual tangible and, and get the actual proof that you need to be able to say that and say it is actually the better choice for the climate and, and, and we should be buying more secondhand clothes. It has to be backed up these days with, with data and science to actually make that that claim and that statement. And what we found is that on average, a secondhand item has a positive impact on the environment, actually avoids emissions compared to new. So it's proven that secondhand is a better choice. But what you also see is that that only works if you actually buy secondhand in replacement of the new item that you would buy. Really? So not as well as? It has to be instead of what you would buy new. Well, if you have your full wardrobe for the season filled with new, and then on top of that, you buy some additional items secondhand, of course, buying that secondhand item is the better choice than the new item. But the actual impact to the environment and to the production levels of the fashion industry comes when you start buying secondhand and replacement of new. Absolutely. And that's... And it's what I once said in, a, in an interview that I did, which is that, you know, and I think it's why so many people, young, young people, inverted commas, but, you know, young people, Gen Z and lots of people I know and, and, and who communicate with me on social media, which is lovely. But I think the reason why is because buying, in that sense, the way that you put it, it is a form of activism. You are actively choosing to go secondhand because you are replacing another way of doing something, which is buying something new. And you're right, there is a real distinction to that. It actually has become your first choice, exactly. right? And that's your you're right. go-to mechanism, yes. I think that's, that's just what you've said is obvious, but it's also really interesting to hear it like that. I find that very interesting, the fact that, you know, it's about replacing a habit. Yeah. And I actually have to say that that sort of insight has come to me over being so intensely deep into the topic over the uh, last 
So now I start to think when even buying an item that I also still buy new items, don't get me wrong, because it's sometimes very hard or you're looking for something very specific. But I, I always think like, do I really want it? Will I actually wear it? Was I looking for it in the first place? And that's a bit of a reality check I do. And also that is not for part of my shopping, but almost always. So, yeah. And do you think that for the vintage community, they are actively choosing secondhand over buying you when they shop on vintage? We see that a big part of the community actually does that. So that's great. We also ask them, hey, would you then prefer to uh, buy secondhand or new? And they say, I would still prefer to buy secondhand, even if the price of new was exactly the same. So price point isn't isn't always the reason why people start to shop secondhand, which is, of course, amazing because that's where you see the whole movement towards secondhand first actually happening. You also see that a big part of the community is coming to Vinted for its environmental impact and the conscious choice they want to make. Yeah, I just think that can always be more. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, uh, but but that's yeah. right. You know, there is a form of activism right there. They're choosing secondhand because it's a choice they're making you know instead of new and that's tied up with the environment so that's wonderful to hear that it's a first choice right it's the first choice exactly to go back to the kind of more personal what piece of clothing do you remember someone from your family wearing that has really you know that stayed with you over the years is there anything in particular that comes to mind oh that's a tough question I had actually, I grew up with four sisters. So my wardrobe, as you can imagine, had a lot of pre-loved items in there. <laughs> yeah, <that's. laughs> so, so growing up, I see a lot of my sisters actually wearing the items uh, uh, after each other. Um, but I have to say, one thing I remember the most is actually our, the knitted sweaters from my grandmother. Oh. So every birthday, she, she was a she massive knitter. She would She was brilliant actually uh, in that and every birthday all her grandkids got to pick for their birthday one theme they wanted and what type of color they wanted and she would knit a sweater for you around that I imagine having one dark blue with poppies on it that I loved wow that's so cool my husband's grandmother used to knit my children the most incredible kind of incredibly complicated but beautiful knitwear when they were babies and it's so under, you know, I think it's genius. I could no sooner do that if someone, I mean, it's incredible. Those, those women that can, and I say women because it's usually women that can knit. They just do it in this very sort of like under the radar way of like, here's a gift. And you're like, how did you do that? It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? They're artists, actually. <laughs> Always in awe of those women that can knit like in this brilliant way. But you know what's what's really weird, Bae? There, there's times in your life, of course, as a teenager, you, you start to hate those beautifully knitted sweaters. And thinking about it back now... If I just could have had one of those unique oh, pieces that was created with such craftsmanship and love, I, I would wear that sweater with lots of pride totally. right now. Well, your kids <laughs> should have them. Your kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that the love for them sort of, we grew, for sure yeah, grew out of them yeah, in our teenage years strong. and nobody wanted to touch them anymore. <laughs> no, no, you have to wait 20 years for them to re have a renaissance. Yeah. And unfortunately, my mom was a big sort of clean up, throwing them all out. They're not uh, worn anymore. So that's oh, oh, what I would do for uh, Well, it's lovely that those. she did it. And um, what do you think is your favorite piece of clothing ever? Ooh, well, I think that's also going back to my childhood, to be honest, or to my teenage years, actually. It's, it's for sure the item that I have the most pride in or something. 
again, growing up in a big family and with one teacher's salary, I think uh, that didn't allow me to wear a lot of new clothes from big brands. And, no. and my mom always made sure we did good. So nothing to feel sorry about. We just couldn't afford the big brands where you actually pay for the name. But as you can imagine, in your teenage years, wearing the right brands gets more and more important. So when I started my have my first summer job, I saved up for these pair of Levi jeans. They were dark blue and flared. And I felt amazing in them. I think I wore them way longer than I should have. Oh, that's such a great story. It's such a classic piece. It's funny. Yeah. You know what, Marianne? I've got my Levi story. Can I tell you my Levi story yeah, in the please. 80s? So I had these jeans and I got them when I was about 12. So I had no idea they were cool. Like my mum just bought me, you know, a pair of jeans, right? It was before that, all those kind of 80s adverts with like that made Levi's 501s just so kind of iconic and cool. And I remember my sister saying to me, because she was older than me, she said, I know what, and I'd worn them in. They were so beautifully worn in. I mean, they were like perfect, right? And I remember my sister saying to me, you know what, I'm going to do you a favour, I'm going to give you these brand new jeans and you're going to swap out those ones because you want the new ones. And because I was young, I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> and then it's only later that I was like, hang on a minute. I wore them in so perfectly. And you basically, because I just thought you were cooler than me, you basically like took my jeans. <laughs> and I never <laughs> forgot it. Yeah, you have yeah. a very smart sister. Yeah, yeah a very That's smart what... sister. I know. This I is what sisters do, right? Yeah, it was horrible. Manipulation. Um, what is your favourite style decade? I have to say the 70s. Me too. All about self-expression, freedom, great silhouettes. And I love a good maxi dress because they're super forgiving and they could easily be dressed up and dressed down. Yeah, I would say 70s. I'm with you on that. I, 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 love, I love the maxi dress, but I love the kind of the wide-shouldered blazer like the man's blazer oh, yeah. with the great kind of beautifully cut jean. And it's just the best, isn't it? Oh, yeah. If absolutely. you could look through anybody's closet in history, whose would it be? Mm. You know what? I really love a good costume. So dressing up over the top for the right occasions, right? Finding a character through clothes that you wear and almost reinventing yourself and your identity is... is brilliant so i would say someone like an artist like Cher, <gasps> like Good extravagance choice. of all fashion decades but also super curious what does she wear when she's not on stage right when what does she go grocery shopping in that's a brilliant choice it's funny because you see Cher like in her bob mackie in the 70s performing with michael jackson and then you exactly know, and then in the 70s she did like the perfect white t-shirt with the perfect blue jean I mean, and then she did that slightly gothic thing if she wore a lot of black. I mean, she's just, I mean, I think that's a brilliant idea. Can I come with you? I would love to see Cher's wardrobe. Yeah. Oh. And just browse through all the glitter and the... Insane. Oh. <laughs> she was just, she is amazing. Yeah. And um, here is your ultimate style pinup. Who do you just look at and just think, or just, you know, someone in your mind that you just think, Oh my God, they always just look, they just got great style. Like, who do you think that would be? Yeah, it might not be very original, but I grew up in the 90s. I would say, that, can it also be a fictional character? It can be whoever because you I, want. I would say Carrie Bradshaw, you know, okay. Sex in the City girl. Yeah. Uh, although fictional, Carrie was a massive style icon. I yes. think uh, if you would teach anything from Carrie Bradshaw, is to have fun with clothes, right? 
totally. not to be afraid, experiment, mix styles, and then that's beautifully wardrobe that's completely filled with clothes for any type of occasion yeah she did look great and you're right it was just such a moment wasn't it it was the manolos and yeah it was who do you think is this clothes genius who just who do you think does it brilliantly i would say i'm not sure if you know her but uh, queen maxima is the queen of the netherlands Um, and if you don't know her look her up because she is often championing Dutch designers like Jan Taminio. She actually wore that dress to the King's Charles's coronation. It's beautifully cut out white dress with cut out pieces on the top. Uh, and she is she's such a woman that unshamingly loves fashion and takes joy in the actual impact it can have. So she also see you also see her mixing up high fashion with everyday brands to make her like the queen she is, but very approachable. And, and she takes it serious enough that everything is really well established, but also mixes that up with, with bold colors and just love for the item. So if I get ever get that sense of fashion style, I would, whew, that would be amazing. I'm she giving you someone that you can now Google, but Queen Maxima. I, I will Dutch for queen. sure. And actually that outfit, the coronation rings a bell. But um, thank you. I love having a new reference point. That's that's great. And does the climate crisis generally affect the way that you shop now? Yeah, absolutely. I used to love just shopping for the occasion. And I would see a specific event as a really good reason to shop, right? Like, oh, we have this party now. I can buy a new dress. Now, I, like I said, I prefer to invest more in, in some good items and I'm just happy if I find the right occasion to wear them. So going from, oh, an event, I can now buy a new dress to, oh, I have this wedding, I can wear that lovely suit again and maybe mix it up with something else. So it it just changed my way of ownership, I think. Uh, I think ownership in general. uh, I think that's also coming through the climate crisis. Do I need to own more stuff? I don't really think so. I just just turned 40. Yay, fashionable. 40, big 4-0. Threw a massive party and told all my friends, don't bring gifts. It just doesn't give me Really? Did you? Wow. That's so cool that you did that. Do you know what? My sister does that. My sister says, look, and and, and actually, if I ever, if I have something and I'm like, do you want it? She's like, no. You know, some people, I really admire people that are kind of genuinely sort of frugal. And, you know, I love, I do love, I love a gift. a gift and so I will never put that message out I have to confess what's your favorite movie in terms of the the clothes in the movie do you think Ooh, that's a I'm not a massive movie person but my I immediately wander to sort of um movies like Ocean's 8 the all-female sequel from Ocean's 11 it has that crazy cast of icons like Rihanna and Helena Bonham Carter and, and what you see is that in that movie, all women are actually in their power. They have their own style and their own character, but they're all strong in their own way and the way that they dress. So, so that's a lovely style. I, I, I love in a movie. And and then I also think that it's great that you see women in power don't have to wear a suit or a pencil skirt like they used to. It's not all high heels and and suits anymore. It's you can be powerful in a sneaker as well. Yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah, that. I, Totally, I totally agree with you. Marianne, thank you so much for being a guest on this old thing. And again, really delighted that 
this whole thing is partnering with Vinted and um, yeah, thank you. It was lovely, Bay, and, and I love how you sort of put uh, secondhand fashion forward. So keep doing that. Oh, thank you. It's an inspiration. Thank you so much. Bye, Marianne. Bye.